Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. I'm Elisa Wilcox, your host, and I'm very excited to introduce to you today two of my very favorite people, Lauren and Pamela, the co-founders of the Feng Shui Collective. Welcome, ladies. Hi, Elisa. This is so fun to see you guys again. It's been a while. Miss so you. Excited. I know. I miss you too. I miss when we used to hang out all the time, but that's okay. I'm, I'm excited for the update. And you both are the co-founders of the Feng Shui Collective that was born in October of 2019. Yes, ma'am. Since then, you've been helping your clients be the architect of change in their lives, which I love. So Pamela, I would love to hear a little bit more about your journey with feng shui? Well, it's really pretty simple. Uh, about 30 years ago, a friend of mine introduced me to a book about feng shui. And, um, and it, it, that was just the beginning. And from there, I started to practice it on myself and um, a circle of friends who were interested in it have been reading and studying and practicing all that time. But really, I, it feels like feng shui found me and just like feng shui found you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just stayed with me throughout, you know, careers in higher education and, and healthcare. But it's really been uh, woven into the tapestry of my life for many decades now. Mm. And Lauren, well, I don't think I said this earlier, but you are a mother-daughter duo. Yes. You are like superheroes, which I love. And so Lauren, what was your journey like into feng shui? Well, I think that I was exposed to feng shui way before I even knew that I was being feng shui'd upon. Like when I was a, when I was an asshole teenager, mom's like hanging bells and things on my door. Mom, what's this bell doing on my door? It's like to mitigate my horrific energy. Um, but I think maybe the last 10 years is really when I've kind of gotten into it. And, you know, mom sort of just pushes me books here and there. Oh, you got to read this one and this one. And now I just feel thirsty to find new books and to read and to practice. And it's just so fun. And, you know, we would come over and do feng shui projects at my home and she would help. And then it's like all these amazing things kept happening. And, you know, the rest is history. It's like, how can you not have feng shui in your life? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make mm-hmm. sense to not. She's like the grasshopper, my little grasshopper. Yeah, she's my, she's my sensei. I'm, I am young grasshopper. And now she's becoming the sensei because she's teaching me things too. You know, we kind of feed off of each other. So she brings a whole, um, some new perspective and new learning to me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the goal coaching, you know, that I've been doing for about a decade is, is, part A or the fun Mm -hmm. part of feng shui. And then the shui part is moving stuff around. So my goal coaching combined with mom's 30 plus years, we were like this, it makes sense. It's so natural. You know, I'm helping people get really crystal clear 
on their goals and create a plan and a blueprint so that you can go and effectively feng shui your home with the plan, like creates a system. So we were like, ding, ding, ding. This is the partnership. Why are we doing all of these workshops that are separate, you know, or, you know, break for lunch and then do whoever, you know, each piece. Um, so yeah, we just decided we had to do together and it's been so fun. Yeah. And it makes total sense. I, I share this story a lot, but Lauren, one of the first like interactions that you and I had years ago was at a workshop that you did and it was on goal setting and I wasn't attending the workshop. I was at the space that you were hosting the workshop at and I got my little notebook out and I was like, Oh, this is good. (laughs) And I wrote the things down because you have such a clear, um, system for goal setting and writing things down and assigning dates and, you know, the five things that you want to change. And we joke about this quite often, but I was not happy because I had a 12 year old car and that might seem silly, but the problem I was having is that I was having a lot of fear about my business failing. And that's why I held onto that car for so long. Mm -hmm. And so I went to your workshop and you dug through and I wrote that down on my list. And I think two or three months later, I had a new car because of you, because you helped me work through the emotional stuff. I love it. It's my, one of my favorite stories, (laughs) you know, the universe doesn't know you're serious until you write it down. I wonder if you had ever written down that you wanted a new car before and that was just getting that little snowball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's pretty powerful, you know, and we talked earlier before we hit record about how you start your consultations with your clients. And I think Mm -hmm. there's a tie in there because you ask them, kind of how they're doing, you know, outside of maybe moving things around in their house, but it's a, it's a bit deeper than that. So let's chat about that. Yeah. So I think the biggest part with that is understanding that there's, we have a limited time, right. When we do a consult, but there's a couple journal exercises that we do that get our finger on the pulse of what's going on in their life right then. So maybe they've been really sleepless or maybe they've been having, you know, conflict with their significant other. And so we're like, what's happening right now, right? Money, money, Money you know, So they invite us over thinking we're going to move their furniture around, but we start out by just getting in their business a little bit, you know, Well, we ask them, you know, what's, we call it the balance bother list. And it's like writing down five things that feel really bothersome and yucky right out the gate. So we can ping you up tonight. Yeah. So, um, you know, and from there, it's once we understand those issues that are happening in life in their lives we can begin to craft their goal setting process. And then they have their seven steps of goal setting. And then we can figure out where their goals are living energetically in the home. And then we can figure out where are we going to start based on their goals. So yeah, totally tied in. Good yeah. <laughs> and I know you have a tool for figuring out where things live in the home, which yes, I right. love. I, I love this tool. I think a lot of people need a tangible tool to figure out, to really understand feng shui. Uh, tell me about the tool the tool that we use and the tool that we share in our workshops and that you have is called the bagua map and one thing that we we really um, need to stress is that there are a number of schools of feng shui and i think it's confusing to someone new to the world of feng shui they get a book or two and then one of the books is talking about well you have to figure out where northwest southeast is in your home and um, you know, we don't practice that form of feng shui. We practice a form of feng shui that was introduced to the United States in the late 1970s, early 80s by Grandmaster Lin Yun. Mm-hmm. And he brought it to, brought um, the Black Hat sect 
to Berkeley. And that was the beginning of a more contemporary form of feng shui. It's not based on direction or what's called the compass school, but it's based on where the energy enters into your home, which is always the entrance. Mm -hmm. And so the Bhagwan map is oriented according to your entrance. And we should share the um, PDF so that your listeners yeah. will have Can that have a tool. Copy. Yeah. yeah, we'll so, link to that for sure. Yeah. yeah, so the bottom, in other words, the Bagua map is divided into, it looks like a tic-tac-toe. Mm-hmm. So there are nine basic energy areas of your home or nine basic life situations um, that live in your home. For example, there's prosperity or your wealth. There's your relationship, your love area, fame. There's your career area. There's helpful people in travel, children and creativity, family and health, mm-hmm. knowledge and education. So all of these areas, all nine guas, as they're called, uh, live energetically in your home. So the Bagua map is oriented like it was just laying on top of your house. Like a drone, like a oh, bird's eye view, like a drone. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're always entering into your home from your career area or your helpful people and travel area or your knowledge and education area. Always. Always. Yeah. Um, can we talk about what the heck is feng shui really quick? Of course. Yes, please <laughs> do. For maybe people that aren't, they're like, wait, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) So basically when we talk about master Lin Yun Rin Posh, bringing, bringing the black hat sect school to California or the West in like the late seventies, um, it basically feng shui has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Right. And we're not necessarily living in rural China anymore. So the feng shui started because people would want someone to come in a feng shui shaman to learn how to position their crops and, you know, based, you know, where their home is situated based on a mountain or the wind flow or the river flow. So now we're not living on farms, most of us. Right. And so we're living in apartments or cities or, um, you know, so it really, it was, it was a way he brought it in a way that we could all apply it. Right. Cause we're not rearranging our crops so that we can make more money and feed ourselves. So feng basically means wind in Chinese and shui means water. So the feng part is what you can't see or your intentions because your thoughts are very powerful. That's the goal setting piece. And shui is water and that's matter, what you can see and touch. And that's the movement of stuff. So positive change occurs when you combine the thought, your powerful thoughts with moving of matter. So that's the basic definition. There's many layers, but we work with the five elements. We work with the five senses. And the primary goal is to basically invite chi into your home. Chi's also called life force energy. And we want to invite that into your home and have it flow in your home like a river so that you experience these amazing magical coincidences that happen every time we go to someone's house or work on our own homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the gist. That's a, in a nutshell. I mean, we could, we could do a five hour presentation on what is feng shui, but that's, that's the gist ancient Chinese art form. It's a natural science. It's not a religion. It's nothing to be scared of. Um, it always will add positivity into your life. And what we always say is you should have it in your tool belt of happiness. So whether you have your business coaching or your meditation or your clean eating or your 
you know, your goal setting practice or your journaling, you should know about feng shui. And whenever you need to create a shift or create some change in your life, you can whip out that tool from your tool belt of happiness. I love that. I love the visuals, Laura. Here we are. (laughs) So you said it's the goal is to move energy through your home, like a river. So what are some examples of things that would keep energy stuck in your home? Oh, go ahead. Big one is clutter. Mm. Clutter is stuck energy. So what's really uncanny, Elisa, is we can go into a home and see where clutter is living and we can determine what's going on in that person's life. Mm-hmm. So um, just by where it accumulates, it has like- this uncanny way of accumulating. I don't know if it's the egg or the chicken first, but where clutter is, is usually an indication of what's going on in that person's what's life stuck in your life. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, clutter is a biggie clutter is a big spider webs, dirt, um, sharp corners. There's things called poison arrows that sort of inhibit energy flow. Sharp slanted ceilings will inhibit it. Beams. So beams, but we always say you're never up the feng shui Creek without a paddle. There's always a cure. <laughs> so you're never, you know, you're never doomed. Um, there's always something that we can do to adjust the energy. So it feels better. And, you know, I think everyone sort of gets the idea of feng shui when you've walked into a space and you go, ew, it's yucky in here. I don't like it. Right. So likely one of the five elements is out of balance or the energy is, you know, getting stuck somewhere. And then you've also walked into a place and been like, whoa, it feels so nice in here. Um, you know, there's the five elements are likely balanced and, um, the energy is properly flowing in the space. That's a great point. I think that's something just as people who have zero experience with feng shui probably feel when they clean up their home, when they organize, when they move things around, they just don't know that they're, you know, no awareness yet of feng shui. So every time you do the shui part, but they're not doing it with intention, the feng Mm -hmm. part yet. Now they will hopefully. (laughs) And something you both told me a long time ago was that clutter tends to collect in the same place in the separate rooms where you keep clutter. And I went home that day and I was like, they are right. (laughs) Back right corner. Was it? I believe of each room. Uh, We knew why. Back left. Back left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And three different rooms. Yeah. It's wild. It really does happen. And like we said, we can be like, Hmm, do you have any issues with your romantic life right now or with your money? What's going on? So have any family issues going on? Yeah. And they're like, I do, I do help. So yeah. And then one day uh, we had a conversation about just goals and things that I wanted in my life. And Pamela, you very uh, intentionally told me, I want you to go home. We were talking about relationships and things like that. And you said, I want you to go home and I want you to pay close attention to your relationship corners of your home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I went home and I, I looked at it and I had my dog's ashes <laughs> in this corner. Uh, there was a dead plant. There was a lot of dust. <laughs> huh? Right. And feng shui is full of metaphors. So we're talking about death times two, you know, and we want Baxter's ashes to be honored, of course, but not in the romance area. Um, you know, and we want things healthy and vibrant and alive in that area, especially because you were ready to connect with someone. And I think that you said it so nicely. I think that we were having a business meeting 
in one of our sessions. And I think that mom very gently hijacked you and (laughs) (laughs) suggested that maybe we should um, take a look at what's going on in your romance area. And now do you feel like that? I feel like you were like, so Elisa. (laughs) You know, it was funny. I just had a very clear intuition Mm -hmm. that things were in alignment for you. And, um, you know, that's why I made that suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, feng shui can be real subtle. Results can be real subtle. So we tell our clients, pay attention, keep your eyes open, but they can also be very dynamic, which is what happened in your case. And that's when, you know, everything else is in alignment, your karma, your luck, consequences of your actions, you know, all the things, um, when you start moving things around with intention and everything else is lined up, that's when we see the most dynamic, big stuff results. Yeah. So you were living right sister. And then you feng shui and now here we are, which we love. Here we are. Yeah. So we, uh, the end of that story or the next part of that story rather is four days later, um, a guy friend I'd been friends with 15 years and I started dating and here we are two years later, Uh, likely be the first, it will be the first, uh, feng shui collective inspired wedding. (laughs) So it's very powerful. And I'm, I'm so thankful for you guys and your guidance. Well, we, we don't take full credit for that, obviously, (laughs) but we'd like to take a little bit. Yeah. And we're happy that you're happy. That's why we do what we do. Our mission is to make the planet a more beautiful place so that we've got a bunch of happy, healthy people running around and they create this ripple effect. And so when people are attracting what they, what they desire most and they're, they're getting it and they're manifesting it, that brings out a lot of happiness. So that's the goal. And we're happy. You're happy, honey. Thank you so much. I would love to hear, um, about another success story. I know you have a bunch. Well, the one that just popped into my mind, we did a last week, last week. Yes. Um, a young woman who was is living with her boyfriend who's just cute as he can be cute as Christmas <laughs> um, they we were working on her entry well we yeah but she wanted we worked on her goals and she was talking about money yeah okay and she wants to be um self-sufficient she's working a nine-to-five job that she hates mm-hmm. and She's a makeup artist, uh, wants to be a makeup artist. So anyway, we spent a lot of time around that. But as you know, uh, Elisa, one of the three most important areas of your home is your entryway. Mm -hmm. And so for in her case, we decided that our work for that day would be working with her entry. Mm -hmm. And as a um, she has uh, a background, she's a Hispanic. She's a Latina. Latina. Yeah. And she had all these beautiful pots and tapestries, pillows. pillows. It was, she just had the most beautiful things. So we incorporated that into her entry. We swept it off. Her boyfriend was moving the barbecue around and Mm I mean, the first thing, why don't you go through what we did, the steps? Yeah. So, I mean, basically when we do a project like this, the idea is to clear everything off, wipe everything, get it clean. And so what we realized when we walked into the space is there was a huge barbecue grill and it was kind of like, whoa, hello, giant barbecue. (laughs) So, you know, that was just sort of that feeling, right? You're like, Ooh, that should move. And so we swirled all the furniture 
um, ended up making two really beautiful seating areas that they could sit outside and made it just practical, right? So we want to make sure that it fits for everyone's lifestyle. Brought out her pots. Brought out her pots pillows. and pillows, made, you know, made it beautiful. And then she called us like two days later. Not even. Not even, like a day later and was like, you will not believe this. My boyfriend just got contacted by a woman who owns 14 complexes in town or an, an apartment complex with 14 things and 14, properties. 14 properties oh and it's hired him to be the head landscaper like boom. So that was a really good one. We had another gal recently, maybe this was a couple months ago now, but worked on her money area. A lot of money stories, a lot of romance stories, a lot of career stories, but she received, we did her money area and she got $27,000 in back childcare, like the next week. Oh my Boom. God. Or you can find a hundred dollar bill in your pocket, right? right. Subtle yeah, or can, dynamic. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. Yeah. So. And then we did a consult a couple of weeks ago, a woman who has developed teas and tinctures and she has a whole line of, of products. You know her, Elisa. She um, had given all of her, not given, but she had all of her product at Amazon. Mm -hmm. Something happened, didn't turn out the way she thought. She ended up taking her product back. And so she stored it into her dining, in her dining room on mm -hmm. stainless steel shelves. Mm -hmm. So when you walk into her home, the first thing you see is her dining room through the foyer. So every time she'd walk in her house, she would see this disappointment of reminder herbs and tinctures and skincare that she had to bring home and that she could that didn't sell that didn't essentially sell. so we what a um, drag we encouraged her to understand the energy that she saw when she first walked into the house was depleting her mm -hmm. so we found a place to put all that product and our work that day was clearing out her dining room resituating some of her furniture because it was imbalanced in the room. Sometimes, you know, the weight of the room is all on one side. So we move furniture so that the energy can flow around more easily. We added candles, um, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So she was thrilled. We were thrilled. We were it thrilled. was beautiful. Yeah. So we got an email from her a couple of days later. She said, um, you know, I've been practicing, I've been enjoying implementing the additional changes that we had her do, mm -hmm. which was in her money area as well. Mm -hmm. And um, she got a grant, a $15,000 grant that she had applied for eight months ago. Mm -hmm. Never heard back from them. It just out of the blue. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So fun. So many, oh. many stories. We have lots. So many, many stories. And you had one too, Lauren. I remember um, you shared yeah. a long time ago. I got, I got a big chunk of a check that was from, um, if you, if y'all that are listening have never checked the uh, Betty Yee state controllers website, you should. Um, she um, works with unclaimed property. So I had looked on the website and I had filed a claim and I found something under my social security number and we redid my whole money area. And it was like two weeks later, I got this huge check in the mail that was just, I think from an old fund of some kind, it was something that I just, you know, didn't even know I had since I was young and just got this big fat check in the mail. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> That's a great, uh, action oriented task. Check with yes. your uh, state controller, state controller search by your last name and maybe your social or an address. And maybe you'll have some money floating around. 
I love that. Yes. Uh, and then one other thing we talked about before we hit record was you're working with people on, you know, people are working from home now. So that's a big change for a lot of us who used to have workspaces or, you know, offices, that kind of thing. So what is the uh, first piece of advice you give someone when you're helping them with their home workspace? Hmm. Take a fresh look at your um, home. If you do not have the luxury of a separate office, see if you can find a space that is separate and intentional and apart yeah. from, you know, your living room couch, for example, or your dining room table or your bed or your bedroom. The bedroom is, is not an ideal place to have your workspace because they're competing energies when you're resting mm. and when you're working. So mm. your productivity and rest. So that energy generated by your work stuff is creating um, some unrestfulness for your sleeping. Right. For those people that, you know, there just simply isn't anywhere else. We say separate it as best you can from your sleep so that you can't see it like with a screen or plants or however you get creative mm -hmm. to separate that workspace. Basically like carve out a little cove somewhere. And I think if you, like mom said, if you walk through your house with your feng shui goggles on, you'll find a little space, mm -hmm. you know, that's sort of separate and intentional for you to work. And then the other thing is like, if you do have an office, making sure that your desk is in the power position so Elisa, it looks like we might want to shoot your desk a little bit. <laughs> we might want to. <laughs> no judgment ever, but you know, power position is when you're furthest away from the door, you're not in alignment with the door, but you're facing the door. And so that puts you in energetically in a position of power because you can see people entering your space and there's no energy that's like stabbing you in the back or you being startled. Like if your boo walked in there and you had your headphones on, you were like, <gasps> you know, we don't, that's not good type of energy. Yeah. So, and maybe this would be a good question. I have a front door this way, and then I have a back door this way. Oh, so, this so is my and then I know nobody can see this, but <laughs> there's a yeah. back door, which a lot of people probably have that in their home. So totally. yeah, I don't know. So one thing you can do and you have it almost set up perfectly. It looks like is you can place a mirror, um, well, it'd be behind you, but you can place a mirror in front of you. If you can't go in the power position, place a mirror so that you can see behind you. And the other, I think last fun thing that you can do for your home office or your workspace is you can use that Bagua map and apply it to your actual desk. So the Bagua map works like an onion. You can do your whole property. You can do your home. You can do a room or you can do a desk or a credenza or a bookshelf. So it's really fun to sort of add you know, useful decorative items that are sort of in alignment with the Bagua map just on your desk. I love that. And yeah. then you also have kits as well. I have a lovely feng shui kit. From yeah. um, so you have those available on your website. Cause you're talking about like, you know, mirrors and um, you know, I think you mentioned chimes earlier and, and different things. So let's talk about those kits. So we're basically, what we're doing right now is we have our Amazon store on our website and we are reserving the kits only for our in-home clients or oh. our virtual clients, or if you complete all the homework in our course, um, and we can, we can prove that we send you a kit. So they've become quite exclusive now because they've gotten, um, pretty valuable in what we've put in there. Right. And they're unique 
for our clients. Right. So let's say that a client has a romance goal. So we're doing like a rosebud smudge and we're doing an essential oil that um, it's called color conscious colors. So we're doing an essential oil that is geared towards romance. And so it's sort of, it's a curated thing now, which is really fun. And mom's not like packing and shipping. <laughs> like she running the assembly line. Right. right. Yeah. It's, it's a project. It is together, but they're so beautiful. They're probably even better than what you have. I dare say, but like, yeah, we, we want to keep those really, really personal and thoughtful. I love that. And you mentioned your course. <gasps> yeah. Fundamentals, our signature six week course sells out every time. Alisa helped us build it and put the whole baby together. So fun. Um, it was so fun to create. Um, this will be the fifth or sixth time. I think we run it. Um, we're going to open up 20 spots on September 20th. And then we're going to kick off all together on the 27th. The best part about the course, honestly, is like feng shui your home with us step-by-step. So there's like a private Facebook group and we kind of all do it at the same time. And I think it's the funniest part is when mom and I feel like we need a refresh on our own homes is when we tend to want to launch the course because then we do the projects with everyone. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm feeling ready for a refresh. We do before and after pictures. That's part of the homework. That's the homework. Yeah. Before and after. So there's a lot of accountability and it's just, you know, it's, it's, um, it's structured in a way that you're not you know, feng shui can get wild, right? There can be a lot of chaos when you're moving stuff around. Mm-hmm. Projects tend to bleed into other rooms, into other spaces, into other, you know, cabinets and whatever. And so we really want to make sure that people don't, you know, suffer from overwhelm and bite off more than they can chew. So it's like, dude, this is this week. This is this week. Right. And it's, um, you have access to that for a life. Yes. So something comes up, you can't complete it. Um, you know, in that six week time frame, it's there for you always. Yeah. And we're always there too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's just really fun. I'm really excited to launch it. We've only launched it maybe once other, one other time this year. So January, January, and it feels very, you know, it almost starts to feel like fall a little bit. Summertime is not really ideal for feng shui time. I, I think in our business cycles, people are traveling, especially this summer fire energy. It's very outward energy. And as we move into fall, you know, we move into the earth element and we sort of nest a little bit more. And so we thought end of September would be perfect time to yeah. start. The weather starts to change. People get cozy. Yeah. That soup and sense. boots. I want soup and boots <laughs> and sweaters. Soup and boots and sweaters. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you. This is so exciting. And then last, how, how can people find you? Well, I just, before that, I just need to give you a quick nod. Um, <laughs> Like working with you and creating the systems, um, you know, we, we have that course on evergreen and, you know, we've set that up where we've got a free training video and then it goes into a series of eight emails. And so people sign up for the course just randomly, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then we do the, you know, the occasional launch, you know, a couple of times a year where we all do it together, but you helped us set all of that up. And it was just so, I mean, and more so much more than that, but really getting our brains wrapped around, you know, how is the whole process going to work? What's the whole sales funnel looking like? So thank you for that. And we still use it to this day and we miss you to bits and pieces. (laughs) You're so welcome. So it was just 
So fun working with you. Um, okay. So find us. Yeah. We're on Instagram at feng shui collective, TikTok at feng shui collective. Um, go to our website, feng shui collective.com slide in the DMS. We love DMS. Um, basically what we've changed our website to now is we're offering 15 minute, just kind of chats because we have so many kind of offerings at this point. We want to make sure we're getting, getting people, you know, we have a session of three virtual calls or one virtual call or an in-home for now. Um, you know, so 15 minute call and we'll get you the right program. We have a whole learning library. Maybe you just really want to learn how to use the Bagua map. We got a program for that. So yes. Awesome. I love that. Thank you both so much for being here with me today. I miss you both so much. Oh, it's so good to see your face. And I hope to see you soon and give you big hugs. And, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be sharing this. It's everybody needs to hear this. So thank you so much. And thank you for listening. There will be some links down below so that you can visit the feng shui collective ladies on Instagram and all the places. So have a great day and I'll see you next time. Hey, cheers to tech champagne. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.